0: Creepy. 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 Isto. Creepy. Creepy,
1: Shhh, creepy.
2: Creepy. Culture.
1: Welcome to Creepy Culture, CM Life's scariest podcast, where we discuss horror movies, video games, music, and more. I'm your host, Stephanie Chipman.
0: And I'm your host, Tyler Clark. And this week, we're going to be talking about horror video games. And we have a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself?
2: Yeah, why not? I don't know. Uh, my name's Mike, uh, Michael Gonzalez. I am the podcast editor over at CM Life, and I love video games a little too much.
1: Yeah, you know, considering you're the host of Level Up Chips. We kind of assumed.
2: Yeah, it's kind of my whole thing. I, I have all sorts of little like horror uh, figures, like the Hunter from Resident Evil and Doom Guy from the Doom series. I love Doom. Doom is amazing.
1: And yeah, we're going to talk a little bit more about those kinds of games. Um, I think we'll start talking about different video games, um, especially games that are impacted us individually, and as well as games that influenced horror culture. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: And there's no way we can get to all horror video games, so if we miss one, write it in the YouTube comments, come to our Instagram, creepy underscore culture, and uh, comment down ones we might have missed, maybe your favorite horror video games.
1: Yeah, give us your own, what your final kill would be for today's episode.
2: And uh, I'm just curious, are we going to be talking about Slenderman at all? Because I'm just a little bit, okay, good. I haven't been the biggest fan of that. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know. It's one of those, again, where it's just kind of like, yeah, it's a creepypasta. It's cool. but
1: Yeah, and we, we talked a little bit about that, too, previously. A little previously. oversaturated. Um, yeah. Let's talk about um, Resident Evil.
2: Oh, yeah. Why, why don't we try getting into our you know three horror games that we want to talk about?
1: Yeah. Um. I know that you had your three. Which? Uh, uh, and I, obviously Resident Evil's at the top. It's yes. I know you. It's- For the
0: viewers, we came into this, each picked three horror video games that we wanted to talk about during this. So we'll start with Resident Evil. I mean,
2: yeah, Resident Evil is the first one is in my top five video games of all time because I mean if if you like those puzzle games, you know, kind of escape room ish, at the same time horror, at the same time point and click adventure. You kind of get that with Resident Evil. It's not uh, a point and click. At the same time, you have those fixed camera angles that some of those point and click adventures might have. I'm thinking like Siberia, uh, maybe the the Grim Fandango, mm. things like that. A lot of the Lucas Art games they might have those point and click type of features. And Resident Evil has that, uh, uh, you know, tenfold in a way of you're going through this mansion. You know, you you've been hearing about these uh cannibals you know on a a mountain and you sent your alpha team or uh, beta team for stars and for some reason they never showed up in fact the only thing that you found was a footage that they gave you um of some of the problems that they've been having and you've heard distress signals and you're like okay alpha team's going to come in it's going to be jill uh chris wesker barry and um want to say it was also um uh, why am i blinking on his name brad who was the helicopter guy (laughs) and the beginning starts off the you know you find some of the the bodies and stuff you're like oh what's going on then the zombie dogs come in they chase you brad gets a little bit uh scared and he flies off off with his helicopter and you have to go to this mansion that's around and It It turns out that's the key to everything. That's the reason why. There are zombies around. There's, you know, zombie dogs. There are killer plants. Everything's a bioweapon in this mansion, and you're wondering what's going on. And slowly but surely, you are getting the full picture of, okay, you know, these are experiments. This mansion's actually, you know, kind of a lab almost, and you slowly start to, to figure things out. It's fantastic. And the cool thing is about this game and, you know, most of the games always have this, the inventory management. Yes. So basically you have those key items. It's almost like Luigi's Mansion, mm-hmm. an adult version of that. That's what I always say.
0: That's what I was talking about, that pressure. Like, oh, I'm running out of bullets. He's still coming at me.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and that's the crazy cool thing because with your inventory, I think, uh, uh Chris, you only have six inventory. And that means you have... Inventory for your gun, the bullets, maybe, I don't know, a key, ink ribbons. Ink ribbons are how you save, you use typewriters, and you have to keep those ink ribbons. If you run out of ink ribbons, you don't have any more saves. And. That's scary. It's terrifying. And in those little places where you save, there's a chest to keep your inventory. It's universal, so if you go to every, you know, uh, different save rooms yeah you can get your stuff but it's really neat because yeah you might be running out of stuff you might be like okay well I still have to keep um a green herb to, to heal and now I have to get a red herb now I have to combine it oh I got a uh, you know a uh, new item and I got a new nope I only have six inventory I'm gonna have to go back and try and figure out which way to go and you have to just basically every time that you go into a save room you essentially have to plan out your trip out there. And you're like, I don't know what's going to be in this new room that I'm coming in. There could be five new items, but I still need to keep something to defend myself, heal myself and save. So what's it going to be?
1: Do you get to choose your character in this game?
2: You get to choose two characters, Jill and Chris. Chris is the harder one. Jill is the easier one because she has eight inventory and, um, also, Barry helps out in a lot of uh, sticky situations, and this is what I love about Resident Evil 2. Um, it has the the B horror movie style of it. Mm-hmm. The the first game specifically has so many moments that are so cheesy, such <laughs> as, um, and this is this is the part about Jill. So basically, she gets a shotgun, but it's weighted. When she gets it, there's a mount that's weighted. So as soon as she goes into the next room, the ceiling's coming down, and it's going to, you know, splat her. And the the key uh, uh, puzzle that you're supposed to do if you're Chris, you're supposed to get a broken shotgun and put it on that mount, so it's kind of a decoy.
1: Oh, okay.
2: But with Jill, she's like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? And then Barry breaks through the door and says, get out now. And barely saves her. And she <laughs> he says, That was too close. You were almost a Jill sandwich. You're right. Oh my Just god. Just the dialogue in that game is so fantastic. Uh yeah, there's other things like uh Jill, you should get this lockpick because you, the master of unlocking. You know, the the those phrases like the master of unlocking. There's really bad dialogue. It's PS1, uh, Resident Evil is so funny and bad, but like it's still horror. It still has things like the hunters, which are technically, I want to say like frogs, if not lizards that are mutated. And yeah, they, they grow arms, they grow legs and they have talons. And if you are on low health, they do have the capability of just completely taking your head off i believe that and it's i I remember a lot of people talking about how that is terrifying there are so many moments where they kind of jump scare you in the best ways though because they they always let you know hey something's happening outside and then you're like okay you pass by and then you pass by again it's like oh it's getting louder oh that's strange and then you go again and there could be like the zombie dogs breaking through the windows and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to get out. And those zombie dogs stay there for the rest of the game. You have to kill them or just completely avoid that hallway.
1: It, the game does not let up.
2: No. So that that's my big thing. I wanted to talk about that, like, just fully. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but Alien Isolation, that's another one that I like to talk about. Uh, if you like the Alien series, this one is great, but at the same time, very difficult. It's basically a hide-and-seek game for the Xenomorph. You basically have to make sure you know, you, you don't get caught by it. It's an insta-kill if he finds you. And the big problem with this game that makes it even more difficult, if you die, you have to go right from the last time that you saved. You have to make sure that you save multiple times. And there is the capability of, if uh, you're saving, there's a three or four second period where it's just loading that save to make sure that it goes. And if the Xenomorph kills you while you're saving, you're, you're out of luck.
1: Dang, and uh, what, what console is this for?
2: Uh, so the, this is actually for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and uh, PC, which it's really interesting because the Switch version runs better than the PS4 or Xbox One version. They actually optimized it so well that it's the better option.
1: Dang, I mean, so that means that this is a modern game, and they totally could instantly save, but they purposely don't.
2: Uh no, they they never said that. You have to go to like Digital Foundry, who actually looks at all the specs and looks at it and says, "Oh man, this is better." <laughs> it, it's weird like that, but the the game is really cool because if you remember anything from uh, Alien, you get the motion tracker. So you can tell where he's going, and you're like, oh my gosh, he's close, he is really close. You have ways to hide, and the big thing is the Xenomorph learns how you hide. It learns after a while. If you're in the ducks too much, yeah, it's gonna start going into the ducks and say, hey there, how's it going? And it tries killing you. If you go into lockers too much, it's gonna start picking that up and break a locker open, and. That's it. You're out. <laughs> Ugh, if you start like using that. the flamethrower too much, you start getting a flamethrower thrower at some point. It's, you know, gets scared after a while though, it realizes why am I scared of this fire and just starts going right towards you as you're f- burning it.
1: Oh my god, Tyler, have you ever played this game? I have. It is
0: much like the movie, sort of a slow burn throughout. Yes. With like just select points of action.
2: But I think those action points are still fantastic. Yes. Um. You know, they, they add the horror. I, I didn't play the full thing. I played until uh, halfway through when some things happen. I'm like, okay, it's starting to, you know, get a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it's going to be fun. A lot of people found it no- annoying by the second half. Yeah. Um. So I was like, okay, I think I'm done. I think I got what I wanted. But it's really interesting, again, because you have to worry about humans you have to worry about the the androids going a little haywire like in the movie and you still have to worry about the xenomorph so there are multiple things that you have to take into uh, account for what's happening in your environment and it makes for some of the best horror that i've played i always had like my chest pounding like oh my gosh this is it this is where i die somehow i survive I have multiple clips on my switch that I could show you guys later on just of how close I got to the alien because there is one point where Max and I were playing the, who's also the host of Love Love Chips. Um, I was like, okay, where is he? And I thought I saw him in a different direction and then I looked to my right and he was right next to me and I paused. I was like, okay, nope, that's it. We scream so loud, <laughs> so loud. And everyone's like, are you okay? And we're like, he's right there. <laughs> Somehow we didn't get caught, but still, it's moments like that where I'm like, that's great.
1: So um, forgive me, I've never played this game, but um, do you get weapons? Can you fight?
2: So, yes. Um, it's a first-person game where for the humans you and, and the androids, you get ways to kill the humans, to... Uh, stun the androids. You can't kill them. You could possibly. Like, I, th- I think you can, but you'd have to use, like, heaven, heavy weaponry. Um, <laughs> heaven weaponry. No. Uh, and then, I know, your uh,
1: little quotes are killing me today.
2: And then, with the xenomorph, you have the flamethrower, or you could use, like, noisemakers. You can craft things to basically uh, lure it away from you. Um, but the flamethrower is the big thing. The big thing, though, is... Don't use it too often. You have to use your entire arsenal to get through this game. If you don't, if you just keep using the one-two punch, you know, for for different types of things, he's going to start learning those one-two punches and holding it, you know?
0: Also, you only have so much fuel.
2: Yeah, you only have so much fuel. So you have to figure out, okay, I have to conserve that. I have to use it so often. You have to use your brain in this game. If you don't, then that's it you're done and i don't know how i got through that first half there are just so many points where i was like okay well i somehow made it um but otherwise i highly recommend this one you know it's usually discounted for like 12 bucks usually um it's usually like a 30 40 buck game
0: it was free on um pc for a little bit through epic games
2: yes but again, if you wanna go through consoles, yeah, that, that's an easy way to go through it with Switch. I played it portably, I had headphones on and I was playing it in the office quite a bit. I couldn't I couldn't stop playing it, it was so good.
1: I do remember you playing that in the office, yeah. It was so great.
2: Um,
1: last semester.
2: Last semester. Yeah. The, the final game that I wanted to talk about and then I think that this is it for me.
1: Yeah, talk Sorry. about it, let's hear, let's hear about your last game. Dead Space. Oh, okay. Dead
2: Space is so good. Have, have you played it? I was this close to talking about that. Oh my gosh. It is one of those games that I love to death because my brother and I, my brother is the guy who loves watching me play the horror games and he owns the horror games, but then he's like, I can only get through the first chapter, you play it. I'm like, okay. I go through the first chapter and he's like, how are you going through this so quickly? I'm like, because I'm not scared that much. Like, I am, but at the same time, I press forward. He sees one of those jump scares and he manages to, you know, fight the the monster. He's like, that was too much. I think I'm done for today. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, I'm scared. I need to go back to bed.
2: Yeah, basically. um, But basically the premise of Dead Space is so great. You know, you're you're this guy who's responding to a distress signal on this mining facility. You're Isaac Clark, and one of the people in this mining facility is also your uh, wife, maybe girlfriend. I think wife. I think wife.
1: So wait, is this your brother, Tyler? (laughs)
2: Yes. Distant relative. I think he has an e on the end. I I was gonna say that's gonna be in the future. Maybe your grandson. Who knows? But um.
0: hopefully we're in space by then that'd be awesome uh,
2: but at the same time i don't know if we want this type of future maybe because, not zombies. um in that mining facility everybody's dead you're like okay what's going on around here and your entire distress team breaks apart they get you know broken apart because necromorphs are all around and i don't know i'll probably have a picture or some gameplay of a necromorph it's terrifying They are terrifying because, in fact, EA, or uh, uh, Visceral Games, when they were making this, they actually saw, like, used references of people who were in car accidents. And they basically used those as the necromorphs because they're very disformed. They're very, like, they look like they've been in a car accident most of the time. And the big thing is they have these huge arms and they're pincers almost. And they're running at you at full speed with those pincers and what you have to do is use that mining equipment and you have to dismember them you have to cut off the limbs you have to cut off the arms you have to cut off the legs if you cut off the head yeah that'll be fine that's part of one of the you know members but that's not gonna stop it it'll go headless towards you
0: Yeah, classic zombie rules don't apply. You don't go just for the head. No. Yeah, take
1: all those arms off and the legs too.
2: And I remember the great thing about this game is even if you take off like an arm and a leg, sometimes they might still live, but they'll look dead. And you'll be like, okay, this is good. And then all of a sudden they're dragging themselves. They're using the one pincer and trying to get to you. So what you have to do is either cut off that arm or to make sure they're dead, do the double tap rule like in Zombieland. You have to use the space bar. Um, oh, no. Hold on. Give me one second, people.
1: What was that? What did it say? Um, Memories full. Oh, my gosh. It's
2: full. <laughs> it's you know fun. What? I was going to say, we don't have to have video. We well,
1: know? we can, like, um, I was thinking we could, like, make it into, like, a, a GIF or something. Um, kind of condense some stuff down. Like, we don't have to use the whole thing. Yeah, we don't
2: have to. No. Let's just... So, so the one thing that you are going to have to use, which I love, you have to use the space bar, which is Isaac stomping. So you have to basically stomp the Necromorph, and it takes off some of those uh, body parts to make sure that they are fully dead. And you just hear Isaac's isaac screaming just ah ah (laughs) and it was always terrifying because sometimes there could even be like humans and stuff that might also like human corpses that might be infected and they might turn into a necromorph when you're not looking so i remember when i was playing it i got so paranoid with anything anytime i saw like a corpse i knew that it had loot and I was always just stomping on them. And my brother was like, oh, gross, why are you doing that? I'm like, I need, I need the, the ammo. I need the resources. I need the cash. <laughs> and also to make sure they're, you know, not necromorphs, but mostly cash. <laughs> um, Do you remember
0: those, like, tiny little things that would jump out of the bodies? They were, like, yes. really tiny little infected Yeah, bits. and you
2: basically had to use the minigun to basically take them out. Yeah, just, um, like,
0: a swarm of them. Like, one... Have you ever, like, poked a spider egg and see all of them, like, come out? No, that, Tyler. Out a... really? I
1: don't poke spider eggs what on were my free What you doing time? in
0: childhood? Are, yeah,
2: disgusting. I was going to say, you say you're a true horror fan? Come on. I
1: didn't say I was a true spider fan. Poke some spider <laughs> eggs. Come on.
2: I love Spider-Man. Let me just say that. Oh, I love Spider-Man.
1: <laughs> I, love Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. I just I don't like Not spider. quite
2: the same thing. Not the same, but <laughs> I'm a Nick? spider fan.
1: Yeah. No. <laughs> oh
2: Um, but I was going to say one of my favorite Necromorphs was usually, um, either the ones that would fly, uh, there are three actually, uh, dead space two had the baby, uh, Necromorphs. They were terrifying too. But the, uh, third one that I love is basically these little mini guys that would go onto the walls and they'd have these like three members come out, three pincers, and they'd be able to like shoot them at you. It would be like replenishable pincers. And they were terrifying because you had to get those those uh, uh, pincers or the, the members when they were popped out. And you basically, like near the end of the game, you were fighting all sorts of different creatures. It was usually terrifying, especially in the middle part where there's one that just keeps coming back because it's a regenerative yeah. necromorph. Um, they're, they're, they play with a lot of different things. If anything the cool thing about dead space is the fact that there's hardly any ui um yes the, the rig system is really cool because your spine has a health basically there's this little thing on the spine where it shows the health bar and it shows it going down it shows it going blue go, shows it going like red orange um and if you need to use stasis there's a little stasis pack thing right there And if you need to know how much ammo you have or anything like that when you're using the gun it has a little holographic ui for it to say hey you have 12 bullets in here boom 11 boom 10 and it made it for such an atmospheric game where you never really saw you know a ui you just saw isaac you just saw the over the shoulder isaac and that's what made it really neat. It felt like you were just him, going through this game. Like, oh my gosh, what is gonna happen next? And honestly, I would recommend it for just about anybody. Um, you can get it on Xbox. Uh, all you know, all three games. I three is kind of an iffy one. Oh, battery's low. Um, oh, it's auto powering off. My bad. Um, but. Yeah, you can get the 360 games on Game Pass. You can get it on um, just Xbox Series S. You can get it on PC. PC, for sure, yeah, Steam. Um, and that's about it right now. Otherwise, you'd have to get the 360 or PS3.
1: So it's no Doom, is what you're saying.
2: No. Oh, my God. Give Jesus. me one second. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you're done.
1: Why was that necessary? That was
2: not cool. Not cool, people. But... <sighs> otherwise that that's me honestly horror games are kind of my thing i love hunters i love doomslayer i love anything and everything horror that's one of my big things because with horror movies you can't control what happens like you know video games they they do control the scenarios but you're the person who fires that gun you're the person who defends themselves in front of all these mass horrors (laughs)
1: I mean, you had some really good picks. I mean, I've never played Alien Isolation or Dead Space, but I've played Resident Evil 5, and I had a good time.
2: I was going to say, 5, it's good as a co-op game and an action game, horror-wise. And if you're playing it alone, never play it alone. I did. I played it alone. Is it boring? No. The CPU for for Shiva... uh, Unless you play as Shiva. She is the worst, the absolute worst. She never... i i I gave her shotguns i gave her rifles and all she would use was the pistol and if it ran out then she'd use the shotgun and i was like you have no purpose do you and i just kept giving her the pistol she was my like inventory mule for the entire thing i was like okay give this to me give this to me all right i don't need this here you go and there was one point specifically near the end where i was being like attacked by zombie dogs and I couldn't break free. The other person had to help me out. And she was just focused on this whole other area all the way across the map because there was a zombie dog there. And I was like, what are you doing? Stop being there. So I basically had to babysit her the entire time through this game. Some of the worst CPU I've ever seen. I, I can't play the game. Other it, Maybe if I played it with someone else, it'd be cool. But otherwise, I have nightmares of that one.
1: It's a, it's a fun co-op. I, I've played it with my fiance. I was Chris, obviously. Oh, and he God. was Shiva. Um, but yeah, it was a really fun game. I mean, obviously, I'm not as like well-versed in the game. So I let him take the lead on it. But it, it's a blast as a co-op.
2: The only other thing I would say is just a lot of the fights with Wesker were uh, not fun. Him being, like, almost that weird super saiyan vampire. He's got the
0: Matrix moves. He's got
2: the Matrix moves. It made no sense. It
0: was (laughs) was funny. It was, like, a fun, like, action, not horror, really, just sort of
2: adventure. It just made me more frustrated than anything for the most part through, like, through it. And then they got liquors, and I was like, oh, thank God. But it turned out liquors were nightmares in this game. Like, even more so than usual. So...
0: That's when those movies were coming out. The yeah, Mila Jovovich. That makes
2: sense. They probably got some inspiration because oh, yeah. Wesker definitely was acting like the Mila jo- uh, Jovovich Yeah. Uh, movies. It was getting crazy.
0: Those are just goofy, fun movies as well. Just
2: sort of like the game. Oh, yeah. Honestly, that that's all I can say about it. <laughs> but... Okay. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Yeah, thank you for coming on and um spending some time with us, taking time out of your day to like talk to talk horror video games with us. Yeah,
2: I, I hope I didn't talk too much. I I know that I can run my mouth a mile a minute, so.
0: No, you bestowed upon us knowledge about the pixel renaissance and other <laughs> oh things. Oh my
2: gosh, this is going to be something, huh? Going to have, have to that talk go. about.
1: We're we're both art it's majors, a pixel remember? pixel
2: renaissance. Do you not understand the 8-bit era was all right, but the people, they always talk about the 16-bit era, the Super Nintendo era. Everybody talks about that. They always look to that for references for pixel art. That was the Da Vinci of pixel art. Okay. The Michelangelo. That's all I have to say. Thank you, people. Yes, I will make my point like this. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. You're
1: welcome. Thank you for being on.
2: Another big
0: thanks to Mike for being on the podcast. Um, Go check out Level Up Chips, another CMU podcast. Um, We're going to get started with my list now, my three. Um, I'm going to start with Little Nightmares, released in 2017. It's sort of a horror puzzle platformer. Um, You start as a little character called Six. A little girl in a raincoat. It's very stylized, very cute. But what is not cute is the things that chase you throughout this game. Um, the first one you encounter is the janitor. he It's hard to describe him. He's got a nice little hat on and he's got really weird wrinkly face. And then his torso, just sort of like right below the ribs, that's where his feet are. You? So, yeah, he's a very short guy, but his arms are, like, twice the size of his, like, body. They, like, reach out, sort of like Extendo Arms Freddy from <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street.
1: Oh, yeah, you know, a little callback from the first episode.
0: But, like, he runs at you with his arms, like, straightforward and grabs you, and he's, like, feeling around in the dark because he's blind, but he hears you. So as you walk around on the... Um, On the ground, a lot of it's like wooden boards and they creak and then he'll hear you and he will start like running over and running his hands throughout. And you sort of have to like run around and you're so tiny compared to like everyone in this game. You're about the size of like a shoe almost. And um, they're giant. So you're running around in like the vents and going under tables and stuff. There's so many like cool character designs in there. There's two chefs that are twins that are just horribly just large. They like their neck goes to their shoulders and they're just like barrels of not humans. I don't know what they are, but it's in like, I would almost say sort of like a sculpted style. It, It feels very sculpted, like almost clay. It's very weirdly textured, the game.
1: Okay. That's not how I imagined it. I've never played it or seen any gameplay. So I think
0: it's very stylized. Imagining a little bit. And then um, the second game, which was released in 2021, actually, um, one of, like, the main bad, like, guys or whatever is the teacher. And, like... She looks completely normal. She's got, like, the stylized, like, weird baggy face and giant eyes. And she's, like, so much taller than you. But then, like, you get caught and her neck extends. It's Ew. like a weird snake neck. And there's a part where she's chasing you through a vent with her head. And her neck is just stretching throughout the vent. It is horrifying. And the second one you play is uh, Mono. Uh, he's a little character um he's got like a bag over his head and he's got a little trench coat he's just running around he's a cute little i love the character design so much the main characters are so cute and then everyone else is horrific it is so good i i recommend those games so much i recently just played both of them it's so fun
1: what consoles are they for
0: um, they're both on Switch. They're both on, uh, Xbox, PlayStation, uh, computer, pretty much anywhere.
1: Okay. I just want to, you know, find out where I can download it myself.
0: I think you'd love them.
1: I probably would. I mean, uh, on what level is it? How scary is it?
0: I would say there are, like, really scary parts, and then the, the rest is, like, solving puzzles, because you're so tiny, you're like hanging from light fixtures and you have to traverse this large world, which that is just cool. But then you get plopped down. There's a part where um, you're in this ship and you um, there's like a sea of shoes that have been taken from people. There's just like a whole bunch of shoes and you got to like swim through them. And then something starts moving in the shoes And you have to sort of make it. There's little suitcases that are floating up there, and you have to make it from suitcase to suitcase. And there's so little time to get through there, and you're like going really slowly, swimming through these shoes. There's a lot of pressure in the game. Most of it is like chase sequences because you can't fight them, you're tiny. It's a sense of like the inescapable, like giant people coming after you.
1: I think um, that's really interesting because I was going to ask you if you could defend yourself because Mike and I were talking about that previously about um, if, I don't know, if it makes it scarier that you can defend yourself, that you can be part of the story and kind of fight back or is there a preference to like be more passive?
0: I would say... Like, it depends. It's different types of fear. The fear of, like, messing up, because in Resident Evil, I get that a lot, where it's like, I'm shooting, but I'm missing. I'm missing the head of the zombie. Therefore, I'm wasting a bullet that I can't afford to waste. That, that is, like, a different type of fear than, oh, my gosh, there is a giant creature chasing me. There is no possible way for me to defeat them what am i going to do so i think both are very like viable mm-hmm. but um just different types of horror
1: no i get that um you know obviously i'm I, I like the little the passive games a little bit more i feel like i like to be scared during games i feel like i would enjoy playing little nightmares or is it little nightmare
0: little nightmares
1: okay so multiple nightmares yes okay so in um I don't want you to give too much away in case someone actually wants to play it. But um are you is it in a dream? Is it in a nightmare?
0: No. It's um it 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 isn't. It's it's hard to explain. There's like a lot of weird lore to it. The okay. second one is actually a prequel, but you sort of need to play the first one to understand a lot of it because it makes a lot of callbacks.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Um I think in terms of night, like little nightmares, is just um, there's a lot of children, like on in the game that are captive by these larger beings, and I I think it's just like the nightmare that all of them are going through.
1: Oh, okay. So I think it's,
0: it's more like that.
1: It's more like, oh, my life's a nightmare. Sort of. Than, I think oh, so. Oh, I had a nightmare last night.
0: That's just me. interpreting the game.
1: I think, especially some of those artsy games, it really is up for interpretation to a degree. Mm -hmm. Um, In my head, it looks like Coraline, so I don't know if...
0: It does have a Coraline sort of aspect to it. I don't... um, Like, with the raincoat especially, I think it sort of does, but... um...
1: You know, my sister might play this game, actually. She would probably know.
0: Alright, I'm just pulling up a picture so you can see.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. It kind There's of does look like Coraline.
0: Yes, it's it's like a weird sort of molded clay feel to it, almost. But um the the adult characters, the large characters are very grotesque
1: i was about to say i was like the characters look really grotesque but the the and like the actual graphics are just crisp and beautiful of course it's a modern game yes you know we're not playing on atari
0: not anymore <laughs>
1: um so i oh no one of the games that i chose i really wanted to talk about today is kind of on that same line of like passive um, I, most of them are actually, but, um, the one that really, I, I kind of started out with, um, was Outlast and it's not the first video game I've ever, horror video game I've ever played or heard of, but it, I feel like it's the one that I remember the most. Um, cause I would watch people stream it, um, on YouTube. Yes. No, it's not stream it cause that streaming didn't exist back then. But, um, yeah, I watched people play it on YouTube. I won't say what YouTuber it is, but I think y'all know. And, um. Even when he was watching it, I would have like. Even when I was literally just sitting on my computer watching with headphones on, I multiple times I would scream out loud from like the the jump scares. And of course, my sister hated it. She'd be like, "Why don't you just not watch it?"
0: (laughs) I was like, "Well, where's the fun in that?"
1: Exactly. So I really enjoyed watching it first, and then I did eventually get the opportunity to play it when I bought um, Outlast Trinity. Um which has it has outlast the DLC whistleblower and the second outlast game.
0: I have never actually beaten Outlast. I have played it, but I haven't beaten it.
1: Um uh, I don't think I have either. I'm actually a huge scaredy cat. <laughs> um I was playing it a little bit last night and you know, obviously when I play, I kind of try to not concentrate on the scary parts. And I was just like, oh, whatever. I'm just going to go through this door and just, you know, try to push through the game a little bit. And I'm, as soon as the first jump scare happened, I was like, oh, my God.
0: Pass the controller. Just, yep. no, thanks. I'm good.
1: Oh, you can play it on. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, he did not play it. My fiance did not play any of it. But he did sit with me while I played it. Um, Has he played it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm very much, like, pass the controller. Like, your turn. Oh. When we played Outlast 2, we played it together because... It just gets scary. And I think what gets to me the most, and if I'm assuming that you've, you know, our audience has heard of Outlast, but if they haven't, um, the first game starts with um, You're a Reporter, which is funny because we work at CM Life and we're surrounded (laughs) by reporters. So anything for the story. I tried to imagine Courtney being the investigative reporter.
0: I don't think she would have stepped foot in there, if I'm being honest.
1: I mean, I don't think that she would go to one of these things by herself in general, but honestly. Just watching him drive up to the building i'd be like i'm turning around and um she basically the character he's a male character you know um he he comes up to this to this building and you find out that it's an asylum and that there's he he gets basically like an anonymous tip that people are being mistreated there it's very vague and poorly written might i say yeah um And basically, it's a first person. You go in and you get trapped in there after discovering that it's, I mean, pretty much the crazy people are just out running around.
0: Yeah. It's not just like.
1: It's not just the crazy people.
0: They're insane. Totally. They're like all gaunt, like horrific figures. It's. It's weird. It's not just like hospital patients. They look like zombies almost.
1: Yeah, they they are very grotesque. And some of them are like inhumanly large. Yes. And just terrifying. But um, almost right away, you're kind of running and hiding. There's a lot of like in-between time, but you don't know when that that's going to activate and turn into the running and hiding mode. And I hate it because it'll start that music and you're like, The time pressure thing where you're like literally running around and it's dark. You have a camera that you can turn the night mode on and that's it. That's all you get.
0: And the camera, you need batteries to power it. So if you're constantly using the camera, you're going to run out of battery. Hence a little bit of that pressure of, oh, I need to find batteries now. I need to keep them all. I need to conserve it. Can't be using my night vision all the time. I got to wander around in the dark a little bit.
1: Yeah, and last night I was doing that quite a bit where I was just, like, wandering around, like, running into walls and stuff because I didn't want to use my battery. And I realized I was just, like, running in one direction in a corner (laughs) for a long time. But I would definitely recommend, um, if you get as disoriented as I do playing games like that, you might want to turn off the brightness a little bit. It's just, it's hard to see.
0: It really is, yeah.
1: And um, it's because they want you to use your battery. They want you to be scared, obviously.
0: And there's different, like, difficulty on the game yeah like come on go with normal though but, yeah um yeah. but like hard you have like no battery you're running around in the dark a lot
1: well if you're familiar with the game i'm sure you could get by but man I, i've been playing a lot of switch too so the a and b are switched oh. so there's so many times where i was running and i wanted to jump over something but then i squatted in front of it instead which is not very helpful in that situation
0: just nintendo being quirky they got to switch some buttons around and confuse literally everyone
1: exactly it was and i'm not the best player um as i was playing it i was like i'm really good at this game and then other times i'd be like i'm awful at this game (laughs) it's just it's more passive you you concentrate more on like solving the next thing getting through it and not getting scared i guess and there's some swearing there's some hardcore swearing in this game yeah, so there's, there's nudity some, like, in this game.
0: Sacrilegious like. parts too. Some, there's a priest in there who's very mm-hmm. like creepy, evil murderer. <laughs> is yeah, he?
1: Yeah, there's like a doctor who wants yes. to like perform I'm... like surgeries on you. I think that might be the second one. Confu- no, it's the no, one.
0: the doctor's in the first one. I confuse the priest and the doctor a lot.
1: There is a priest. Yes. And there is a doctor, but the priest is actually a good guy.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: And the doctor's a total weirdo. Because he was. Everyone's
0: gonna, like, sort of a weirdo, though.
1: Oh, gross. Though, ew. I'm just thinking about the doctor scene. I won't ruin it for anybody, but it's really spooky. Yeah. And um, definitely worth worth a playthrough. It's kind of wild. It, it's if you're easily scared like I am, you're gonna have to like take a deep breath and just relax, think about happy thoughts. Have someone with you if you want to play it. It's, it's it's hard to get through.
0: Maybe someone to pass the controller to if it's getting yeah. a little too dicey.
1: Yeah, buddy up. Have a partner. But yeah, overall, I think it's probably one of the actually scariest video games I've ever played. There's a lot of, like, tension and waiting for things to get scary. And I think that really plays into it because you kind of let your guard down pretty easily in that game because there's large sections of it where you're just wandering around trying to find the next thing. But that kind of leaves it leaves you in that position of like, okay, fine, I've played this game. I know where I'm going. And then, boom, you get scared again, and you're like, I'm scared to go around the corner.
0: <laughs> I can't do this anymore.
1: Exactly. So it's a cool game, though. And, and Whistleblower is a great DLC, really interesting. And um, the second Outlast game is...
0: It's more like Supernatural, isn't it?
1: Um, There's like witches kind of okay and there's like a little like cult type thing going on it's they don't i I haven't played through the whole thing and they're not very transparent about the storyline yeah um but you're outside in this one and you're kind of like going through these crappy little towns and all the people are totally weird and there's like crazy witch people it's it's scary you get to hide in barrels instead of lockers this time Changing or, it up. You can still hide under beds, though. I like sneaking like into people's classic. houses, and you're like, hey, what's up?
0: <laughs> All right. And then my second one is Dead by Daylight.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Released in 2016, I think. And um, Shifting gears a little bit. It's a multiplayer game. Okay. Purely multiplayer. There is no single player to it. Um. In this game... There are four survivors and one killer. It is an asymmetrical like, survival horror. Um, and all of those, all four survivors and the killer, they're all played by people online. So um, the, what you do in the game is the survivors need to repair five generators that are around a specific map. It's like a walled-off section. And the generators are at random around the map and you need to do, um, there's little skill checks. It's like a little wheel, and you gotta stop it at the right point. And uh, you have to repair the generator, and if you mess up, it like blows up and it shows the killer where you are on the map. And then the killer's objective is to hit you twice, which leaves you on the ground. He picks you up and he puts you on a meat hook. And he has to put you on the meat hook, I think, around like three times. And then you're dead. You're gone out of the game. So... That's a lot of work for a killer here. Yeah. I mean, survivors have to get their friends off the hook as well, though. Because if you can get hooked the first time, and if no one comes to save you, you're just dead. Like, there's a timer on it. So that puts a lot of pressure on the other survivors to go get their friend. And it gives them a decision of, well, do I finish the generator or do I get my friend who can also finish a generator? And um, there are so many killers in that game. Um, There's a a bunch that they made themselves. Mm -hmm. Like there's basically a Jason, the trapper. He has a mask on. He lays down bear traps that can catch survivors.
1: Oh, so it's our um it's our off-brand Jason again.
0: Yes. Here we go. Off-brand Jason coming back on the list.
1: Yeah, Jason Voorhees.
0: <laughs> and um each killer has like a power that they can do. Okay. But there are a lot of iconic killers from movies. Michael Myers is in it. Leatherface. Freddy Krueger. Um there's Amanda from Saw. She has like a pig mask on. She can what, put the little bear trap on your head.
1: No, I I get it. I was I was gonna ask why didn't they just use Jigsaw, but it's like yeah. he's, he's an old man.
0: He's sort of in it because to get the bear trap off your head, um, I think it's like Saw two or three or something. You have to stick your hand in a box and it's got like the razor blades around like oh, the opening.
1: That's um, I think that's Saw two. Yeah. Okay.
0: And then you have to get a key out, and there's, like, a bunch of those jigsaw, like, boxes around the map, and you have to go to, like, the right one. So there's, like, I think, like, five of them on the map, so you have a one in five chance, like, every time. Oh, yikes. And um, and then if you don't get it, there's, like, a little jigsaw puppet that laughs at you, so that's annoying. And then there's Ghostface. Oh. Ghostface. Gotta have it. I One of my favorite. The Demogorgon from Stranger Things. Okay. Steve is in the game as a survivor you can play. He, he's my main, of course, I play him. Oh, of course. I have the little ice cream outfit for him because of course I do. And um, Pyramid Head from Silent Hill, he's in it. Okay. Uh, Nemesis from Resident Evil 3. And then Pinhead from Hellraiser.
1: Why not? You got to have Pinhead. He's iconic. Of course,
0: they even have like the little puzzle box. You have to go solve it around, like on the map. Because if you don't, he gets like more powerful. Or if he finds it first, he gets more powerful. He's a newer one. I don't quite remember how he works. But um, that is a great game to play with friends. You can match up randomly with people online, or you can just have like a kill your friends thing where like you got for your buddy's survivor you're the killer it is very it, it can end some friendships there there's geez. some scummy moves to be had
1: yeah it seems like you like being the killer
0: well it's it's a little bit of fun it's a <laughs> it's a lot easier especially if you know the people that you're coming after but um if you got like a tight knit group of like you and three other people and you're going into like lobbies with just some random online killer you can you can pull some some quick moves on them and get that game done pretty quick. It is there's a little bit of a competitive scene there.
1: I can imagine that and especially being only multiplayer, it's gonna be competitive. Oh yeah but I mean it sounds really interesting I I don't know why I've never played it.
0: It is on switch. it is on like all consoles and uh, PC PC. I would say is probably the best one, because mouse and keyboard is just so much smoother, easier, mm-hmm. I guess. But, um, yeah, console definitely has, a, like, a place. And um, I think it's cross-compatible as well. So console can play with PC.
1: And what's the graphics like?
0: The graphics is, like, realistic to a point. It's... um. They're getting more realistic as they go. It's still getting new killers, new updates, new everything. But, um, yeah, they they try to keep it pretty realistic. Um, all of the killers look very, like, spot on. And um, some of their own killers, like, they have one, the Huntress, who has, like, a bunny mask on. She throws hatchets at people. Sort of like, um, it's almost, it's pretty much like a first-person shooter at that point. The the survivors, it's a third-person perspective, and you can move around a little bit, at, like move the camera so you can look behind you. And oh, I hate check that. Check corners. And then the killer is like a first-person perspective.
1: Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yes,
0: and as the survivor, when the killer is near you, you hear like a heartbeat, and it gets louder and faster when the killer is getting closer to you. But there are characters like Michael Myers don't have a heartbeat at the beginning so he can just sneak right up and quite literally pick you up off of a generator and just carry you away that is some of like if we're talking about scary moments the chases in that game are very terrifying because it's not like a computer where it's like well they're gonna do everything they can to get you it's a person they try to like mind game you like am i gonna go around this corner because there's, like, pallets you can drop down to stop them from coming after you. You jump through windows, and you got to, like, crouch around and hide around corners. It gets very terrifying because some people have really bad eyesight. They're right next to you. They don't see you. They're walking away. In your head, you're like, oh, my God, they see me. I'm going to go. I'm going to die. It's some very tense moments.
1: I just – I really love imagining, like – you know, being with a group of friends and, like, kind of being on Discord and just, like... I feel like it wouldn't be scary because, like, you're getting chased and I'm, like, the killer and I'm just (laughs) laughing. I'm just like, get back here. Yes. I can imagine it could be fun like that.
0: It is very fun in that respect. I have uh, one of my good friends, Daniel, who loves that game. He's probably listening to this.
1: Oh, hi, Daniel. Hi, Daniel. Welcome.
0: Welcome. But he is maniacal. When he plays the killer, he, like... We're not friends anymore. He is the killer, and he's coming after me, and he's doing his evil laugh. He's like, I see you. He's doing his creepy voice. It is so much fun.
1: I, I can imagine this is kind of like um, Scary Among Us a little bit.
0: <laughs> sort of, a little bit.
1: Doing tasks and um, hiding from a killer, and you don't know where they are. Yes. A little bit with your friends
0: the ghost face can crouch down he's the only killer that can really crouch other than the pig i think but um
1: oh you mean um
0: yeah saw. the saw one yeah but there's like cornfields in the game depending mm-hmm. on which map because there's maps with like each killer mm-hmm. so there's some like iconic ones like haddonfield lane from michael myers but um there's like cornfields and he can like crouch down in there sneak right up to you like on the other side of a generator you don't even see him terrifying
1: i think that's the only time ghost faced has been in a cornfield
0: probably who knows maybe this new scream movie he'll get his cornfield moment
1: Jeez, yeah i was i really want to watch that one too but um yeah i'm sorry i really want to play that now are we gonna play together we should. I think we should. I think I will purchase it. I have some GameStop money.
0: All right, that would be fun. Yeah. Um.
1: What was a? Uh, what was the game I was going to talk about? Oh, I really wanted to talk about um Five Nights at Freddy's. And disclaimer: I am not like a super huge fan. We're not anymore. Five Nights at Freddy's kids. We are right? not. But I think it's very culturally significant, and I have played it. As I've told you before, I'm a scaredy cat. Um. But I also wanted to talk about it in terms of VR because it is a VR horror game It now. is horrific. Um, I think the last time I played it, and my, my sister will confirm this because um, I was over at her house, but I got like probably five minutes into it and I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I was just taking off my helmet. I just couldn't do it. it my fiance did it and he was terrified. Well, he, he he's quite a bit braver than I am, so he wasn't as... As bad as you'd think. But he also, the the wands weren't working, so he was just kind of left to the wolves.
0: Well, Uh, in VR, you're actually in it. You feel it. You're looking around, and you actually see that. That is terrifying.
1: Oh, 100%. And it just, like, it feels like you're just sitting on a chair. And you're just like, okay, I'm looking at, like, the video. And boom, you turn, and Chica's right there. It just feels like, it feels so real. And it's just a different level of horror game that I don't think just didn't really exist before this. I think there's
0: actually um, Outlast VR.
1: (gasps) I really want to play it. That would be awful. I would cry. It would be fun, though. I mean, it's tough because one of my biggest gripes about VR in general is walking and, like, movement. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's, they have an advantage of just Especially the first one, you're you're stationary. Yes, um, which plays great for VR. But I feel like when you move in VR, it's a totally different thing, and uh, different games have different ways of doing it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how successful it would be. To, although I've never played, so I do not know. But yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's is I I definitely a huge cultural icon, and you know my fi- my fiance's younger siblings love it. Um, especially considering how um, young the youngest one is, very surprising that he likes it. Some
0: of the newer ones aren't, like, horror as much. Mm -hmm. They're a little more child-friendly, I would say. So, I could see that. Also, watching it on, like, a video, like, on YouTube. Yeah. There are so many playthroughs, so many iconic playthroughs of that game. All of those games.
1: Well, and there's one one YouTuber in particular who's very known for doing this, and I, I won't um I won't say who, but y'all know who I'm talking about.
0: Or even the theory channels.
1: Yeah. That and
0: capitalized a lot on that.
1: There is a storyline to it that I think people are really fascinated by, and obviously I'm not well versed in it, but uh, my sister is, and she has told me quite a bit about it, and kind of there's, there's like a theory and a lore to it and the characters have different versions of themselves it's so Five Nights at Freddy's is just it has it even has its own um it has like a whole fandom for it and um you know I was saying that it's weird that kids like it but not really because they make action figures they make plushies, animals they make
0: like yeah. literally everything under the sun for this franchise
1: that's weird. It, it's a horror video game. There's no other way to say it. I mean, it has literal jump scares in it. Adults are afraid to play this game.
0: Have you seen the movie, like, um, sort of based on it? It's like the weird Nicolas Cage. What's it called? I'm trying to think.
1: Because I've never, I've never seen that. But I would like yeah, to. Yeah,
0: it's called Willy's Wonderland. It's on Hulu, I think.
1: Oh, i got to check it out. I think. Hulu.
0: Nicholas Cage, like, doesn't even say a word in the movie. He just, like, walks around and does stuff. But it um, it's, like, animatronics.
1: That's terrifying. That does look like it's based off of Five Nights at Freddy's.
0: Oh, yeah. It definitely takes a lot of inspiration. I don't know if they can say that they took the Five Nights at Freddy's thing, but they did.
1: It was at least inspired. Five Nights at Freddy's is it's just unique it was a different kind of game and obviously it wasn't you know it wasn't vr at first but it was just i don't know it is kind of like taking this playful childish thing and kind of turning it on its head like oh yeah these like toys these like animatronics that kids come and play with yeah at night they they murder
0: well even as a kid though like going to chuck e cheese that guy's a little creepy I mean, yeah. I was scared of mascots a little bit. They freaked me out. I didn't like it. I don't... I think I was more fine with the Disney ones, but Chuck E. Cheese, I don't like it. He looks weird. He scares me.
1: Honestly, I was more appalled by their pizza. Awful. Awful pizza. Oh, yeah. But I can understand that, that there is kind of... It's like clowns. They're originally made to, like, occupy children and get them excited with colors, and now they're kind of a spooky icon. That is true. And some kids are really afraid of clowns. I mean, after I watched it, I was very afraid of clowns. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, very culturally influential and has such a huge following. I feel like I couldn't not talk about it, especially, you know, playing it, playing VR. I do tend to concentrate on games that scare me. And five Nights at Freddy's really has scared me. I have played through the f- like two, two or three nights of um, the first game, and I played a little bit of the um, VR one where you you like fix anima- the animatronics. You have to get really close to them yes. and like fix them. Very scary. I don't know if you
0: mess up, but they like jump at you and do their scream.
1: No thanks. But, you know, I get terrified, and then my sister goes and plays it and acts like it's just like a normal video game.
0: I want to see what my dad would do with that.
1: I really do. I want to see what your dad would do playing VR in general. I feel like he'd be so skeptical of it. Yeah. But he would do it because he's interested.
0: He'd love the Star Wars thing. Like, that's how I'd sell it to him. But then I'd make him play the horror stuff.
1: Oh, I want to see him do – have you ever done the roller coasters Mm. on VR? I want to see him on one of those. He'd be like, whoa. (laughs) My dad won't even finish a roller coaster. He gets really sick. But my dad loves VR. Yeah, really. He loved. He. My dad has been talking about VR since I was a small child. I
0: feel like VR is more motion sick.
1: Yeah, I mean, as long as it's not like you know, when you're on the ro- when you're on the roller coaster one, it. I. I do tend to get motion sick, and I did get a, it, get it a little bit. There's something about you're seeing the motion too quickly. It just you can imagine why it would make you feel, not feel good, but. Most of those games there's not nothing's going that quick. It's yeah. pretty normal, but he he loves it. I he's more interest, interested in like the experiences rather than like the I like the walking games.
0: sims. Sort of like feeling stuff, like going through there's like a park one, I think, like where you just walk around and experience things.
1: I'm Trying to remember the name of this one game Dang, I did it. Um, <laughs> I was trying to remember the name of this one game that my friend had but um it's it, it's more of like you're experiencing a story and you're walking oh. through that story and you're influencing a little bit but you're more like experiencing it or like the job simulator That's mm. just let's just that's a, the perfect example because a lot of people have played it or seen um p- other people play it he loves that game he'll play it all the time or like um there's like one what is it paper animals i think it's what it's called um it's just about a world where you have to solve puzzles. But anyway, yeah, interesting that my dad really likes VR. But I don't know if he would play Five Nights at Freddy's. Probably not.
0: Yeah, that that's a little bit of a hard sell. I, get, I would try to go into it without telling them.
1: Be like, oh, play this really cool game.
0: Yeah, you're just like a, um, a night watch guy. You're just kind of like looking out. If you spot a burglar, you call 911.
1: Is this how we're going to get your dad to play Five Nights at Freddy's? Sure. He would be so mad.
0: Or, or, <laughs> outlast. <laughs> You're a journalist. You just need to go check out the story.
1: Oh, well, he would really relate to that. I know. Okay.
0: And then he starts running around, and it's like, oh, this is not about journalism anymore.
1: Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, I just want to say hi to your dad when he's listening to this.
0: Yeah, he probably is. Hi, Dad.
1: Oh, yeah. It's not going to be a very big secret if he knows about our plan. Just kidding. We're not going to do it. It was a joke. Yeah, Don't I didn't worry mean it. any of
0: that. Anyway, the next game, um, House of the Dead. I want to talk about that a little bit.
1: What year did it come out? I was 1996.
0: Okay. Originally. A so,
1: little bit. Of, this game's older than I am. Yes. It's definitely older than you are.
0: Yes, it is. Um, It's like one of the original sort of arcade shooter zombie games. It was um, I think we've all sort of played this game, been to uh, an arcade and see the the bright orange and green guns. It is a classic. It is a rail shooter. so you don't like move. the game just sort of moves for you. okay and zombies like jump out. It's sort of like being on a roller coaster, but zombies and you're going through a house. And you're just shooting zombies on the screen. So much fun. Um, my, like, I guess first experience with that was um, House of the Dead. It was House of the Dead 2 and 3 Return. It was on the Wii, and, which was perfect. You point the little Wii remote on there, and you sort of have to aim with it. We had like the little gun attachments for the Wii remotes, just so amazing, so 2000s.
1: Oh man, I was looking up screen caps from. Yes,
0: the- it is very old. The first one looks very old, but it's it's. I don't know. I think it's stylized to me. I like the way it looks. Still, like it. It's the pixel renaissance. Um, yes,
1: the pixel. <laughs> no, this is after the pixel renaissance. After the
0: pixel renaissance.
1: Post-Pixel Renaissance.
0: Ah, yes.
1: No, I, I like these kind of graphics because they're, they're not like the best, but we we really made a lot of those games fun, like Zombie U, you know, oh, yeah. games like that. They, we went out of their way to make it more interactive and more fun with the guns and everything. And, um, you know, the graphics don't matter as much, but I think they're kind of, I don't know, represent- rep- rep- representational of that time.
0: Yes, and like when this was released, this sort of um, was around the time of like when the zombie craze was coming back, like oh we like zombies again, so it was kind of a perfect storm. Um, I think it was the highest-grossing dedicated arcade game of 1998
1: in Japan. They like scary Just a stuff. There fun in Japan. fact for
0: you. But, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It still holds up because, like, even those older ones, it's still fun to play. And I'm probably going to go back home and bring my Wii to college to play a little bit of House of the Dead just for fun.
1: Yeah, bring it into the office. Honestly, we should
0: have House of the Dead night.
1: We should. We should have more video games here at CM Live. And Mike brings in some sometimes. Um, so the last game that I wanted to talk to you about today was, um, actually probably my favorite horror game, um, Until Dawn and it's a PlayStation exclusive. Um, I don't have the year it came out, but it wasn't that long ago because I, um, I do remember, you know, shortly after my sister got her PlayStation, we ended up with it, with a copy of it. And I've, Until Dawn is really special because it's kind of like a horror movie in itself. What year, what year did it come out? 2015. 2015. Oh, my God. Time passes by so quickly. <laughs> uh, it doesn't feel like that long ago um, because the graphics look great. It still looks good. Um, I forget what they call it, but it's one of those games where they scan the actors' faces.
0: Like mocap sort of? Yes. I don't think it's quite called that, but it is like that in a sense.
1: Yes. So, like, there's recognizable actors mm-hmm. in this film. And I think the way that they do it is, um, the reason that they do it is to capture those emotions on their faces. And you really get a sense that you are watching a horror movie, even though it's not It's pretty action.
0: campy. There are parts where it's a little campy, little B-movie flair in there.
1: But I like it. I feel like it's done tastefully.
0: Oh, it is. I It's definitely good. I'm just... Some of the acting is very funny to me.
1: Oh, definitely. But there's some interesting actors that they picked for these roles. And just, I like it because it fits the formula that we were talking about in the first episode. The, oh, you got a group of people and I'm going to pick them, the murderer's going to pick them off one by one. And, but, I mean, to, be, to clarify, you can save all of the characters in Until Dawn. You get a chance to play all of the characters, the group of friends involved in the story um and essentially the the storyline goes is that um you start off by it starts off with a flashback of these um the group of friends are staying in a in um, a resort that's owned by one of the other characters and um that character josh has two sisters twin sisters and they both i hesitate to say both um, because different playthroughs of the game results in different storylines. But essentially, they pass away. Um, they Well, they wouldn't kind of go missing, actually. But, like, they, they pass away. And um, the once you get to the actual storyline, it's basically Josh invites all of his friends back to the resort um, around the same time, about a year later, to, like, kind of commemorate, you know, his sister's. And um, it's interesting to see how it goes because you kind of start off by, like, kind of just marching up this mountain and it's snowy and beautiful. And then you get to meet all the characters one by one, kind of get introduced to their their little uh, personalities. And some of them are better than others. But um, I think when you first start playing it, you kind of get, like, a personal vendetta against some of the characters. I don't know. Have you played Until Dawn?
0: I haven't. I've played it – well, I've played it a little bit, but I might as well haven't because, like, I haven't played it enough. But I did want to point out there are some notable people in here. I didn't know uh, Rami Malek was in it.
1: Yeah, from um, – what is it? Uh, iRobot.
0: Yeah, and Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. He's I mean, in the newest yeah, Bond geez. movie too.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking it's iRobot's so old now. But that was the first time i saw him so that's where i recognized him from but um the girl who plays sam is also a really good actress i do not know her name if you had the cast list but um very popular actress i'm trying to think if there was any more like really notable actors i don't think so
0: um i don't i can't find her
1: oh she's one of the main characters you know you got the, they're all kind of the main character cuz you do get the opportunity to play each one of them and you get an opportunity to save each one of them multiple times in some cases where essentially you could end the game with zero main characters or all of them
0: you get to say her name i don't want to butcher that
1: oh her name's Hayden Aiden huh. I cannot pronounce that. I'm not gonna even try. I already butchered enough enough names in my last um yes. in our last Just episode. Look up
0: Sam from Until Dawn, if you would like to see the actress who plays her.
1: Yeah, she's super cool. There's a bunch of really good actors in this film and I think they <laughs> all did a wonderful job.
0: You said film there. Uh,
1: it really feels like a film. It
0: almost is a film.
1: It um it really plays like one obviously it's more in real time it takes a bit quite a bit longer to get through it but it really feels like you are there with this story and it feels like you're kind of like playing through a b-movie almost yes um but you really want to save them all and and, even though i've seen i saw playthroughs before i played the game i still couldn't save them all i only saved like three people when chris died i was so mad (laughs) i was like chris ah no it was bad it was bad i don't want to ruin it for anybody but it was horrible and i think finding out what's actually going on um in the in in the game is quite a journey because it's quite a bit more than you expect it's quite a bit different
0: do you want to say what the villain is or
1: no no i don't want to ruin it for him okay because it's not just something that the the game gives you okay something i didn't you have know to earn i haven't played it
0: that much but i do know about it mm-hmm. okay.
1: I, well and it's from 2015 so i'm not like spoil like, spoiling it or anything but if you know i'm here suggesting it to you if you really want to play it i don't want to ruin that for you you'll, you'll enjoy it and you know maybe like some of the characters I, I did enjoy quite a few of the characters some of them i hated though
0: yeah they have a lot of personality they're very like dialed up a little bit yeah i feel like there are a lot
1: of um they kind of follow that formula of having these tropes of people like
0: very b movie
1: you know you got jessica jessica the like uh, i don't want to say anything too super rude but um you know she's just kind of like um femme fatale femme femme fatale or whatever she she's just like oh i'm with mike now and we're together, and I'm awesome. And it's just like, oh, God, gross. So you weren't
0: too, like, gutted when she was gone?
1: I let her die, let's be honest. Oh,
0: <laughs> cynical, <laughs> well, maniacal. You, you
1: play as Mike, and you're supposed to save her, hit, um, you know, the, the boyfriend or whatever, and I'm just like, me not hitting any of the QuickTime events. But, I mean, and I know a lot of people actually don't like games like this because it doesn't feel as much like a game. Because there are, I mean, a lot of it comes down to, like, quick time events. Um, obviously, it's on PlayStation, so there's moments where you have to stay still. You know, the sensor. But it's not, there's not a lot of, like, traditional gameplay. And there's a, there's also a point where, like, you're getting talked to by a therapist throughout the, the, the film. Film. The game. And that those scenes are really different and interesting and confusing, I guess, until you reach towards the end of the, the game. But... Interesting game. I could talk about it all day because I love it so much.
0: That's a PlayStation exclusive. Nowhere yes, else. Yes, I ah.
1: believe it is an exclusive. Um, it was one of the like first released um, with the PlayStation.
0: The PlayStation 4? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah.
1: It came out around the same time that it did. And that's why when my sister bought it, I insisted on having it because I wanted to play it so bad. Because everybody plays it differently. You play through it a little bit odd and even yeah he can't save them all i can't i've never figured it out how to save them all but i'm sure someone else has yeah you definitely have to play it you're gonna you you would like that because it's just like playing your own horror movie but um i think that's all we have today for that and um i think we should move right into the final kill where tyler and i suggest something new for you to enjoy and and this week it's going to be a video game yes spoiler alert and um i don't know what you have for them tyler
0: all right my final kill is going to be probably one i've already talked about little nightmares i just love the aesthetic of that game i'm recommending one and two okay because they're sort of like a, a package deal and one has a dlc little bit to it as well but um Yeah, you can buy them on Switch. I I think that's a really good way to play it. Um, You can buy it, like, pretty much on any console at this point. But it's just so good. It's just such a good game in general. I love the aesthetic. I love the character design. The gameplay is pretty good. Sometimes it gets a little, like, weird with the depth perception because it is 3D platformer. But, like... You don't move the camera, really. It's always, like, on one frame of it. Okay. It's like a side-scroller, almost. Okay. But you can move, like, forward and backwards on that plane. So, very cool. Um, Right now, (laughs) I'm sculpting a character from the games. It's just so fun. It's a good game. I recommend it for anyone.
1: Honestly, I'm definitely going to play it. You really should. Um, mm-hmm. You you sold me. And then looking up some of the screen caps, it oh, artistically it just looks really beautiful and I cannot say no to stuff like that. Um, I guess uh, my final kill would be Until Dawn. Um, obviously, I, I already talked about that quite a bit, but Heavy Rain would also be a great, um, great one to get, pick up as well. It's also a PlayStation... <laughs> exclusive Wow, it's not my you're fault. just a
0: playstation shill aren't you
1: not really to be <laughs> honest i have this beautiful playstation with all these games and i just they don't get enough love i i, I really want to spend more time playing my playstation i
0: have a hard time like picking up my playstation and playing it uh, like the controller and playing it and sitting mm-hmm. down it's so much easier to just be on my computer or to pick up my switch mm-hmm. so i do get
1: that well, my PlayStation needs to be cleaned. Super bad. And I'm super lazy because you have to take the whole thing apart and, you know. But, yeah, so it sounds like a plane that's taking off when I turn it on.
0: Yes. But Heavy Rain.
1: Great game. Um, it's another one of those games that's more of like a playable story, which I, I very much am a personal fan. But Heavy Rain is interesting because, um, and Mike and I were talking about this, but it's is it a horror game? Probably not but it has a lot of horror themes and i feel like people who enjoy horror would enjoy this game especially if you like until dawn until dawn's newer than heavy rain to be fair so heavy rain does not look as good but it's a really fun game you play as um you pl- you can play as multiple characters you you throughout the story you play as multiple characters but you first play as um um a guy named his last name's mars but um he he's basically a dad he's got two kids he's got a, he's an architect he's got a wife Everything's going great for him. and um, I, I'll give this away because they gave it away right in the beginning of the, fil- of the not film but the, the game where um, you, you bring, it's your son Jason's birthday. You take him to the mall um, and Sean's the younger brother. and um, you, you lose Jason in a crowd and you're trying to like catch up to him. and um, he gets hit by a car crossing the street and um, his father like jumps out and grabs him. Um, as he's getting hit by the car and they both get hit, his dad goes into a coma and the son dies. Jason passes away and it totally rips his family apart. And um, and really the, the story features around um, the origami killer who's like killing young boys, basically. And um, so the younger son gets captured by the origami killer. And it's basically um, a series of characters that are trying to find sean before he is killed mm-hmm. and it, it's way more interesting than i'm making it sound because there's a lot of other details to it and there, it's it's quite an interesting game to play and if you love playable stories like that would definitely recommend and there's parts that to it that are very spooky
0: that is like a classic game like a lot of people love that game so definitely just on those grounds alone one most people should check out.
1: Yes. And even if you just want some straight-up horror, Until Dawn will do that for you. You love horror movies, you're going to love Until Dawn. You're going to want to um, try to help those characters survive, unless that character is Jessica. And then you're not going to want to help her survive.
0: I guess we just hate Jessica here. I'm I, m- sorry.
1: Me, personally, do not like Jessica. You
0: have a vendetta.
1: I like Chris. I like Ashley, but not Jessica. Okay. All right. Um. So... Thank you so much for joining us for our discussion of video games, horror video games. And um, I hope we didn't scare you too much.
0: Yes. And don't forget to go to our Instagram, creepy underscore culture.
1: With two Ks.
0: With two Ks. And um, follow us. Uh, We'll keep you up to date with what the next episode's going to be, what's going on. And don't forget to check out Level Up Chips.
1: Yes. And, yeah, another big thank you to Mike Gonzalez for coming on the show. And check out his podcast. Um, I'm even on an episode, so you can check that out, too. Animal Crossing episode.
0: Oh. Not quite horror. Very different aesthetic there, but.
1: I have have multiple aesthetics.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you guys for listening. And don't say you'll be right back, because this is a horror movie, baby, and you know you won't be back. Come on.
1: I'll be right back. Ha <laughs> ha